Welcome to the Synovial Marketing Masterclass, the podcast that delves into the world of marketing strategies and insights to help your business thrive. I'm your host, Hannah Lee, and in each episode, we'll explore innovative marketing techniques, industry trends, and expert advice from leading professionals. Get ready to elevate your marketing game with the Synovial Marketing Masterclass. Okay, guys, so we are back for another episode of the Synovial Marketing Masterclass. And today, I think it's super important that we go over mindset. So there's so much that goes into business, whether it's marketing or, you know, getting your business set up and fundamentals and mindset. And I think it's interesting because I'm not one of those. I can go ahead and tell you that is very like woo woo. Like there's lots of people that are just like, oh, manifest your money and it'll just show up. And I'm not one of those people. I like how Jenna Kutcher puts it. If you don't know who Jenna Kutcher is, you should definitely check her out. She's amazing. But she always says that she is like where the woo meets the work. And I feel like I'm very like aligned with that. I think that makes a lot of sense um, in the sense of I believe that there's a lot of work that goes into this. I didn't just, you know, manifest, oh, I'm going to, you know, have a marketing agency and I'm going to make money and it's all going to be okay. And it just magically happened. There was some of that, like there was some of that, like woo woo, you know, manifestation mindset work that goes into it, but probably 95% of it is the hard work and actually putting in the time. So we're going to talk a little bit um, about mindset today and some things that you know you can do to kind of help with the mindset side and talking about the integrating the mindset with the work. So if you listen to the beginning episode where I kind of told the backstory of how I started Synovial Marketing and kind of where this all began, um, you would know that I was a nurse and I was working in that very much. I worked in that setting of that nine to five office life for a really long time. And I think it's interesting because I know a lot of y'all out there are in that space, um, in that headspace, in that mindset of the employee. And there's a huge mindset shift that does have to happen for to switch from that employee to the employer and to the owner and the you know, CEO of a business. And for a lot of people, that's where they were struggling in the nine to five is because they weren't made for that employee status. They were made for the employer status. At least that's where I felt like I was. I have always, as weird as it might seem, I've always had the mindset of, I am meant to have my own business. I'm meant to lead. I'm not meant to follow. I do my own thing. I don't want to have to ask to go to the bathroom. I don't want to have to ask to go to a doctor's appointment. I want to have the capability to every second of every day dictate what I'm doing and what I have to do. And so there's, you know, there's 
in the world, there has to be employees, there has to be people that, you know, work for companies, and there has to be CEOs, and there has to be people that own companies and businesses. So it all kind of works out in that sense. But the mindset shift um, with that is major. And some people are just not cut out for it. Like some people are not meant to own their own business. I saw this, um, I've seen this, you know, with um, my son's father, you know, we kind of saw this when I was first seeing having your own business, he actually bought a tree service. So he bought a tree service and he had never ran a business before, never had any, you know, entrepreneurial, was always working for a company. And this opportunity came for him to own a business. Now, I feel like he, like a lot of people, was like, I can do this. Like, I can run this business. I can make my own hours. It's going to be great. I have time freedom. And come to find out, it was not. It was not, you know, it was a lot of work and a lot of, you know, a lot of hard work, a lot of time. Instead of working maybe 40 to 60 hours for your employer, now you're working all the time, you know, in the beginning of starting up and getting things situated. And so that fell through, that business fell through because he quickly realized that he was not meant to, you know, his mindset was not at a place to be able to run a business and have employees and to organize and do all of that, which is fine. Um, but it definitely is a mindset switch. You know, you have to evaluate and know yourself, I feel like, um, well enough to know, hey, I can do this and this is how I operate or hey, I'm not really good at, you know, delegating or managing my time effectively by myself or, you know, and maybe those are things that can you can work on, but you have to know when you're thinking of starting your own business or having your own business, know yourself well enough um, or know where you're at in your life and your mindset well enough to say, hey, this is a good idea or hey, this isn't a good idea. And I feel like a great way to go about this, which I feel like a lot of y'all are doing it this way, I did it this way when I was starting out, is we start with having that business on the side. So maybe you have your nine to five and maybe you have a business idea and you're like, uh, you know, I mean, you're not going to jump all in and be like, yeah, we're going to go full time, leave my nine to five. But you start that business slowly on the side, get the fundamentals right, get the marketing right, start building the website, building the social media, get the branding on point. Meanwhile, you're still having the income from your nine to five. I think that's a great way to do it. This also allows for you to get your mind right in this process. So a lot of like, I'm, again, I'm a very like zero to a hundred person. When I want to do something, I'm either going to go zero or a hundred. So when I started out, I was super excited. I of course wanted to go all in, but you know, I knew that I could not sustain, you know, the income that I was making in nursing the marketing income in the beginning was not covering that. So we couldn't jump all in. But I became very driven, very passionate, super excited about what I was doing. And I went all in mentally. And I think what that looks like is I got business cards. And when I would go out to 
places where I knew that my ideal client was at. I would pitch my business as if I was an agency. When I started, I had nothing. I mean, it was me sitting on my computer, (laughs) usually at like one or two o'clock in the morning, creating websites and doing social media and all of these things after my nine to five. But when I would go out into the community, people would never know that. And I would say, yeah, we're a full service marketing agency. You know, we can cover this, these services, social media management, website design, um, SEO, and we just, I did it. And people don't need to know that you're just starting out or that, you know, maybe you're, you don't have a team yet or, you know, but having the mindset of big business versus small business, where a lot of people go wrong is they stay in this small business mindset or they go out into the community and they're like, oh, I just started. I don't really know what I'm doing. I'm sorry. You know, like they start apologizing and just really discrediting themselves. So if you go out and you have that confidence, even if you have no idea what you're doing, but you're learning and you're willing to learn and you're putting in the time to learn and you go out there and say, I'm, I have a marketing agency and we offer this, this, and this, are you interested in these services? How can we help you? People feel the confidence and that's where the mindset piece comes in is you have to, in your mind first, before you start talking to other people, you have to get right and really figure out if this is something that you are like passionate about. So maybe you have that nine to five, you have this business on the side, it gives you that time to really grow your mindset and the confidence in your own mind of what you're doing, which I think is great. And how I did that in the beginning was I spent every second learning. When I tell you I have listened to audiobooks and podcasts and YouTube videos and like, no, in the beginning, I didn't know what I was doing at all. Had no idea, like no idea. But I can tell you that I was not gonna stop until I had figured it out, until I knew what I was doing, until I had that confidence. And when I did that, it changed the way that I then spoke about my business. When I approached people, I started getting more clients because they felt the confidence that I had. I had more confidence because I'm like, okay, like I did this and it worked. So I can help this person. And they felt that. So they would come on and they would become a client and then they would refer people. And that's how it happens. But that's when we're talking about where the mindset meets the work is you also have to be willing in the beginning to put in those hours and learn if you, you know, if you're not an expert in what you want to have a business in, you have to really dedicate some time to figuring it out. And that's where I feel like a lot of people um, just go you know, they don't realize they're like, oh, I'm just going to start this business and we're just going to kind of go. No, like, yes, in a sense, but no, in a sense of like, there's a lot of work that goes into it. I don't know about you, but when I, you know, when I got into marketing, I started listening to podcasts and audiobooks 
of like some of these, which I, I felt like huge people, like people that were, I felt like famous and like, because I wanted to learn their backstory and how they started. Everyone has a backstory. Everyone started from somewhere. No one just came out and was like, oh, I'm famous. And we just, you know, did that. So I spent a lot of time listening to these podcasts, listening to these audiobooks of these people that had done what I wanted to do because they had that story and the knowledge and the path that would teach me how to do it. So that's a huge like proponent to this of getting your mind right, spending the time, putting in the work on um, learning and you know, figuring out how to gain the confidence in the business that you're looking to start. Now, an interesting part of my journey was kind of my starting Synovial Marketing um, or the idea, I guess, of really going full time into the marketing, into the agency and being like, hey, this is viable. We're going to go full time. It kind of came also with this interest or peaked interest of finance, which I don't know. I mean, I don't even know how I started or how I, you know, was just like, I'm going to get into finance. It started with, well, I think I do know where it started. So Pam is my lash tech. Shout out Pam. She's going to be on the uh, podcast here soon. But she owns Pam's Lash Boutique, always keeps my lashes on fleek. But she is a great resource about finances. And whenever I go get my lashes done, me and her are constantly talking about personal finance and about the stock market. And, you know, we had a conversation one day about stocks and about what she was doing. I It was around 2020, COVID hit, stocks were um, super cheap. Everyone was, you know, getting into the stock market, making money. So we were having that discussion. I had, I got into the stock market and like anything, I went from zero to a hundred. So I started putting money in stocks. I, um, you know, started getting into that and started researching. So I got all of the finance audiobooks. I started listening to podcasts. I started listening to what they were investing in, what they were doing, what they were selling, what was happening, kind of getting into that world. And I didn't know really at the time, but how, um, the marketing side of things and the financial side of things would really integrate. So I'm listening to these finance audiobooks, podcasts every day in the car. I'm listening to marketing, um, my marketing podcasts, my marketing audiobooks every day in the car. I mean, like 24 seven, I was working in um, like a mini OR at the time doing like surgical dermatology. So I had my headphones in, I was listening to these podcasts and learning, 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 learning all day long. If anyone knew me then in the hospital, I never didn't have my headphones in because I was just so excited and wanting to get all of the knowledge and learn how to do this as a job. So um, I wanted to share with y'all some of the um, books that I found helpful that I, um, you know, really dove into during this time. This is not sponsored, hopefully one day, but they are some amazing, amazing recommendations for reading, um, for listening. So I'm going to share those with you now. 
The first, which I just recommended this to somebody the other day, it is so, so, so great, a great read or listen if you do audiobooks. For um, personal finance, it is I Will Teach You to Be Rich by Ramith Sethi. So this was kind of, it's a crazy story, but uh, this book is, I started with this book. It was one of the first ones that I got into about personal finance. And what I loved about it, excuse me, what I loved about it was it is so relatable. So Ramith really just is super friendly, breaks it down, super chill, goes into like the tips and tricks and things about personal finance that you don't even think about, like some stuff with credit cards, how to pay off debt, like what you should be doing, what you should be investing in, um, answers all the questions, but just in a super relatable, funny, good way. So that is a highly recommend from me. It is I Will Teach You To Be Rich by Ramith Sethi. Um I'm going to put these in the show notes as well, but um, that one highly, highly recommend. And the crazy part is, so they had the audiobook and recently they have a Netflix series. So now he has a Netflix series. It's, um, I think it's the same name. I will teach you to be rich or something to that effect. But he um, has his Netflix series where he goes to couples and goes to their house and talks with them about personal finance and about things, how to um, pay down their debt. Some of these people have like, I mean, $300,000 in debt or just crazy amounts of debt. And he helps them overcome that and, you know, get through that. So great, great, great personal finance read. Highly, highly recommend. Um, Another one on the audiobook is um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. So I know a lot of people, this is like their, you know, book that changed their financial, um, you know, their financial knowledge. And I had heard about this book, you know, years ago. It's kind of an older one. Um, I'd heard about it, but I was like, hmm, like it looked kind of old, like the cover looked like old. It didn't look relevant. I was like, I don't know about all that, but I read it and it is so good. Again, super relatable helps with, you know, teaching you about finance and about money. Um, I love that. And oldie, but a goodie. Um, it's rich dad, poor dad by Robert Kiyosaki. Highly recommend. Um, and then on the podcast route, I'll click over um, for that. But some podcasts that I absolutely love, again, not sponsored yet, is um, the Gold Digger podcast with Jenna Kutcher. Highly recommend. She is a mom to two beautiful girls, and she dives into all things mom life and business and marketing and just all, it's just all the goodness, super relatable. She has a book out called How Are You Really? And another awesome book, um, not just about business, but just about life and about balance and kind of what that looks like when you have kids and you're running a business and you know, she's just a really great one to follow, especially for the moms out there like myself. It was super relatable how she's juggling everything. Um, So her book is How Are You Really? Her podcast is the Gold Digger podcast. Highly recommend that. Um, So I started my like podcast journey with Jenna Kutcher, um, learning about marketing, learning about email lists, learning about 
you know, all of these things with her and with Amy Porterfield, Amy Porterfield, um, with online marketing made easy. Those were the two podcasts that I was listening to every day. So on, in the car, I was listening to these podcasts, crying my eyes out because I was like, I want to do this. I don't want to be going into the hospital. I don't want to be, don't want to be doing this today. And so these, those two podcasts really helped me get through the day, helped me survive and, um, you know, really sparked my interest in marketing. So super thankful for them. Another great one, um, um, that I love that is has different like businesses on the podcast is um, the Millionaire Mindsets podcast. I love them. They I feel like I've seen them go from like the very beginning of their podcast to now they're like a bigger podcast. They have huge guests on, um, you know, really speak with awesome business owners um, and entrepreneurs that are doing really big things um, in the business community. So check out the Millionaire Mindsets podcast. That one's really great for just finance um, and business. But all of these played a part in my mindset. They helped me to understand that this is a viable option, um, that people are really making, being entrepreneurs and making big money, and that if you put the time and the work in and you build the confidence in yourself and your skills, that you can do it too. So again, highly recommend all of those um, podcasts, audiobooks, just even if it's not those, I think those are great, just an overall general um, learning, but finding people in your niche, if you're a photographer, maybe finding somebody in that space that has a podcast or an audiobook, um, just the learning aspect is what is going to change your mindset. Learning and diving into your specific skill set and all of those things is going to build the confidence. And that's where the mindset portion comes in. I think manifestation, you know, definitely you have to have a vision. So that's another big piece of this is having the vision, but then putting a plan to the vision. So I was talking to my dad the other day, and I absolutely love him. He has been a great role model in my life. But we were talking about um, this concept of having a vision, but also the importance of putting a plan with that vision. So a lot of people, you know, we're talking about this manifestation and this like, oh, I want this. I want this Mercedes. I want this BMW. I want to go to Bali. I want to do all of these things. But what they fail to do is they fail to sit down and be like, okay, in order to get this Range Rover, I have to make this amount of money. In order to make this amount of money, I have to sell this amount of product or I have to have this many clients. And they fail to set goals. They fail to say, okay, in three months, I'm going to have this amount of clients. And then we're going to go look at this Range Rover and start figuring out financing. And that's where I think 
I have always been like, I'm very type A, very organized. Like I need plans and schedules. I don't do well with like last minute fly by the seat of your pants type stuff. Like that stresses me out. And, but for a lot of people, it's, my dad said we were having this conversation and he has all these funny sayings that he always says. And he's like, yeah, talk is cheap. It's easy to say you want $50,000 or you want a, you want to make six figures in the next year. But how many people are actually going to take that vision and sit down and be like, okay, this is how we're going to get there. So not only do I want this, do I want, so for me, it was, I wanted to go full-time in my agency. So I gave myself a goal of by the beginning of that next year, I was going to be full-time in the agency. I was not going to be crying on the way to work. I was not going to be crying on the way home from work. But I also sat down and said, okay, if I want to do this, what are we looking at? Like, I have to have this many clients. I have to make this amount of money. I have a mortgage. I have a child. So what does that really look like? It all sounds good when we're like, oh, I want this, I want this, I want to do this, I want to travel the world and be a photographer and be in National Geographic and drive a Range Rover until we're having to sit down and be like, mm, okay, yeah, this is what we actually have to do. And that's not to say that it's not possible. That's like a lot of people, oh, that's too hard. Oh, I'll never be able to do that. Well, I can't do that. I can't achieve that. How do you know? How do you know? Because you haven't sat down and looked at the numbers. I was listening to something. I don't know if it was a podcast or an audiobook, but I was listening to something and it said that most people think that like flying private or flying in a private jet or, you know, that's a goal that people are like, oh, I would love to have a private jet and fly in a private jet. Most people haven't sat down and ran the numbers to know that that's actually reasonable. Like, you don't know what you don't know. And that's like a hard thing for me. And that's, it's exciting to me in a sense though, because I'm one of those that like, I have a dream, like I'm like, oh, I want to fly private. I want to go on this big vacation or whatever. I'm going to run to the office and I'm going to start running those numbers because I want to know what I need to do to get there. Like I know it doesn't just magically appear. Someone's not going to call me tomorrow and be like, hey, you're going to Bali on a private jet. Congratulations. So it's exciting for me to know the steps and be like, okay, well, I have to do this. Okay, check that off the list. Okay, I have to do this. Okay, check that off the list. Because it's getting me closer to that goal and it's becoming reality. And I feel like that's where, that is how we have gotten to where we have gotten is because I have set goals and said, okay, at this time, this is where we're going to be. Okay. At this time, this is where we're going to be. Okay. This is what I have to do. I have to sit down and I have to send out five emails today, 10 emails today to, you know, potential clients to get those people in the door. I have to go see this person today because they're a potential client. I have to go talk to them or, you know, on the work side of things, I have, you know, six clients that we have to do social media for. Am I talking to the people that I need to, to get that done, to make sure content's on time. Like all of this is, goes into the mindset of you can have visions and 
big dreams and things like that. And they can become a reality, but you have to do the work and actually put the plan in place of like, okay, this is where I want to go and this is how I'm going to get there and it'll happen. Okay, guys, that wraps up today's episode of the Synovial Marketing Masterclass. Thanks so much for tuning in and remember to stay tuned for our next episode where we'll be discussing another important topic to help your business thrive. Also, be sure to follow us on all social platforms at Synovial Marketing and head over to our website, synovialmarketing.com for all your marketing needs. Talk to y'all soon.